Sorry. My teeth look really white. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Welcome to So What Do You Think, a podcast where we discuss weird and unsolved mysteries and events and give you our completely unprofessional opinion on them. I'm Jay and with me here is B. Hi. Tonight we're making fireworks. Uh, there seems to be some sort of fireworks thing going on in the background. So uh, if you hear banging, that is what it is. We just, you know, <laughs> it's the chemistry between us, you know. Yeah. Pure fire. It's really far away as well when you think about it. Like where yeah. it is, is, is pretty far. So I don't know why we can hear it so much. Well, we live about 45 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and we can always was- hear it really loud yeah weird anyway we digress okay so tonight what's our case all right so we are going to 1980 and we're going to we're going to west yorkshire okay so i think i believe yorkshire is like well it's it's in england uh it's about all it's like james james harriet country they make pudding Okay, they make pudding. Oh, yeah, Yorkshire pudding. Yes, Yorkshire pudding. An amazing yep. pudding. Amazing pudding. Anyway. And their accents are funny. Really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing little kids with Yorkshire accents. <laughs> I don't even want to try and imitate it. No, but... I'm not going to do it because I'll sound ridiculous. Right. And you know what? Tonight's story is a cracker. Like, this is possibly one of the weirdest ones we've covered so far. So strap in. Okay. All right. We are talking tonight about the case, the very strange death of Zygmunt Adamski, or Ziggy, yeah. as we will call him. Yes. Yes. So Ziggy was a coal miner from Poland, and he moved to Yorkshire in 1960 with his wife, Lottie. So they live there. He's a coal miner for a while, um, you know, just living a pretty ordinary life. And it is June 6th, 1980, uh, that we are heading to for this story. So they're living in a small town called Tingley in West Yorkshire. And at this stage, Ziggy is 56 years old. Now, he leaves home at 3.30 p.m. to pop down to the shops to grab some stuff. He stops to chat to a neighbour on his way down to the shop, and his neighbour would be the last person to see him alive. Ziggy seemed to have vanished into thin air and was not accounted for for five whole days after this. After that five days, his body was found 20 miles away from his home in the coal coal fields on top of a 10-foot-high pile of coal. He was wearing the clothes that he left home in, a three-piece suit, but it appeared to have been removed and put back on him. And some people say it was almost like it was put back on him by someone who didn't know how to dress people because it was all sort of all over the place and going the wrong way and that sort of thing. His shirt was <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. He looks like he's been dressed by someone who doesn't know how to dress people. It's just like such a brilliant insult. <laughs> who dressed you? Someone who doesn't even know how to dress people? <laughs> I'm so using that one from now on. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just thinking of like the fashion critics. That like do like the carpet, the you know, the red carpet and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, have you seen what Angelina Jolie is wearing? She looks like she's been dressed by someone who doesn't know how to dress people. <laughs> it's literally just... I can't work out whether you're taking the piss out of me or not. <laughs> taking the piss out of you, I'm just taking the piss out of like that's like just a brilliant way of putting it. Okay. <laughs> I really like fun. it. 
because if you are that's fine <laughs> no I just really like that I, I feel like that's a new a new insult that we've just created all right, all right. I'll be using it frequently <laughs> it's like such a toddler insult you know like something a little kid would say <laughs> oh, okay anyway so his clothes were put back on wrong his shirt was <laughs> missing and despite being found on top of a big pile of coal his clothes were spotlessly clean he did not have any dirt any coal dust anything on him it was like someone almost like placed him gently on top of the coal pile his shoes had been tied in a very strange way although I don't know how it was strange it was just said that it was strange uh, his watch and his wallet were missing as well. Adding another layer of strangeness, his hair appeared to have been cut short and he appeared to have shaved the day before he died. Perhaps the most unnerving thing, though, was the expression on his face. His eyes were wide open and he appeared to have died completely scared to death, like he had a look of sheer terror on his face. Now, the body was found by a coal worker named Trevor Parker. He'd found the body around 4pm and claimed that he'd been at the yard all morning, had gone home for lunch and come back again. So the body was not there that morning. It had appeared there at some stage right before it was found. He said that when he left the coal yard, he was the last one to leave and he locked the gate behind him. So he had not seen anything unusual that morning. The police come, the police take the body away. Now they discover that Ziggy's body is covered in burn marks all over his head all over his neck and shoulder area as well. But on these burn marks was an ointment. And when they tested it, the scientists could not identify exactly what this ointment was made of. It was made of something they'd never heard of before. So it was some sort of mystery substance. The coroner recorded... KGB. KGB, yeah, definitely. KGB. Yeah. Them and their ointments. Their poisons that can't be named, identified. Yeah. The coroner recorded an open verdict for his death as it could not be ascertained the manner of how he died. However, it was decided that he had most likely died of a heart attack. So all evidence pointed to the fact that he probably had a heart attack. And it was believed that he had died approximately four hours before his body was found. So what do you think so far? (laughs) Told you it's a bizarre one. Oh, what is with these weird cases? (laughs) Um... No, I mean it's so strange, right? He's like got he weird burns with an unknown ointment. His clothes were clean. He had a heart attack. He has a look of fear on his face. Mm-hmm. His shoes are tied weirdly. Mm-hmm. He was dressed by someone who doesn't know how to dress. He was dressed by someone who doesn't know how to dress people. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. Can you guess what the number one theory in this case was? No. KGB. Mm-mm. I'm so not saying that. it was aliens. You're but not it was aliens. <laughs> yeah, so aliens. Well, was- yeah, aliens wouldn't know how to dress people. Exactly, exactly. They And the weird birds with the ointment that they don't know. Yes, exactly. And this is why people's minds instantly went there. This was like the. Oh, and well, like the gently it? placing down. Yes. Exactly. Is getting lowered in the alien beam from the UFO. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So this is where everyone went straight away, straight up. Aliens has to be aliens. So the day before Ziggy's body was found, a couple living near the town centre were actually woken in the middle of the night by a strange sound. They said it sounded like a huge surge of water rushing above their house. 
They went outside to investigate, but they couldn't see anything. And because there was like a really thick black sort of smoggy mist that night, but the sound continued and it sounded like it was sort of like moving further and further away from them. They did see a light far off in the sky, pulsating and moving higher and higher up until it eventually disappeared. Now, this area is actually known for its UFO sightings, which I think is another reason why people sort of jumped to this conclusion. Even the investigator, Constable Godfrey, claimed to have seen a UFO about a mile from the coal mine uh, six months later after Ziggy had died. He even underwent hypnosis in order to prove that he wasn't making things up. And during this, he uh, during the hypnosis session, he actually described being abducted by two non-human entities. This case, of course, got the attention of two British UFO investigators, John Hansen and David Sankey. They were like, oh, yeah, we're on to this. We're coming out to investigate, man. So they did a really deep dive into the case. What do you think they found? I don't know. <laughs> do you think that they found evidence of a UFO? Um, I think that this is sort of like borderline supernatural spooky and it should have been done during the day. Oh, it is not. It is not supernatural it is. spooky. No. Jesus, toughen up. <laughs> you look like you're going to cry. They obviously found some evidence. Actually, they found no evidence that it was UFO abduction. So they actually thought, they actually came out and said, no, our verdict is this was not a UFO. This was not an alien thing at all. That leads us into the next theory. And that was the theory that these UFO investigators actually hypothesized was the case. And remember, they spent time with the family. They did a really deep dive into it. They thought that Ziggy had been killed due to a feud within the family. Now, apparently there was a family member of Ziggy's and we don't know exactly who it was. In some uh, articles, it says that it was like a family friend. Uh, others that said it was a family member, but it was a woman that came and um, was having problems with her husband. So she comes to stay with Ziggy and his wife while she's getting her shit together. Uh, she had a restraining order against her husband. So it was a bit of a DV situation, I think. So apparently Ziggy did not get along with this lady very well at all. It is theorized that Ziggy was abducted and held in a barn for five days before being found dead by who i don't know but i guess it's suspected maybe it was this woman's husband although why i don't know like why would he do that that's bizarre the thing that gets me about this theory is that his clothes were so clean okay so let's say that a person has killed him they've kept him in a barn for five days maybe they washed his body or made him have a shower before he died i don't know but that doesn't explain how he could have been so clean being placed on top of a coal coal pile I can't imagine climbing up a coal pile being yeah. easy. Yeah. You would like trying to, especially trying to carry a body up there. Exactly. Yeah, everyone would have been dirty. They had some sort of cart situation. Or like a cherry picker or something. But yeah. this, this is back in the 80s. I mean, they did have things like that back then. I, I'm, I'm not sure. It was also said that given by the state of him and stomach contents and all that sort of thing, that he'd actually eaten quite well in those five days. So someone had been taking care of him, feeding him, cleaning him, shaving him, cut his hair for some reason. Interestingly, um, also, uh, I mean, about the cult, what? What? <laughs> face? I'm going to say something. No, just... Uh, <laughs> what was his haircut like? <laughs> was it, was it a good haircut? Cool. 
It was cut. Or was it like cut by someone who doesn't know how to cut hair? <laughs> I'm actually not taking the piss out of you. I just really like the way you said it. It was so good. <laughs> All it said was that his cut hair was cut really short. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So, so about the coal pile. Not only was he not dirty from making that journey, there was no footmarks or evidence. I mean, because I mean, I don't know a whole lot about coal, but I do know that it comes in like little chunks, right? Like it's dusty and and chunky and dirty. And if you tried to climb a mountain of it, you'd probably like roll down to the bottom of it. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't have a frame of reference for this. I haven't climbed too many coal piles in my life, I've got to say. Zoolander? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got, the, got the black lung. Got the black lung pop. <laughs> yeah. So, so he yeah, was like, he had like dirt on his face. Yes, he did. He absolutely did. So I don't think there was any evidence that anyone climbed that pile, put it that way. It was like he was like placed up there from above, like we said. I mean, yeah, like you said, can you imagine carrying a grown man nearly four metres up a pile of coal? Uh I feel like that would be a no mean feat. Like, that would be quite hard, I think. And why would you do it? It would, like, look, again, I'm not a coal expert, but I feel like it would be like walking through sand as well. Yeah. Uh, what's the point of putting them up there is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you killed someone, I mean, the coal pile's right in the middle of where people work, and he was put there in the middle of the day too. So remember he was discovered, like, he was actually put there in the middle of the day. So it's quite in- it's quite conspicuous uh, and people, whoever did it risk being caught, I think. Mm. So I just feel as though if a person did this, they had to have had some sort of equipment, some sort of cherry picker or something like that. And also access to a locked coal yard too. That's another thing. Like someone had to have had a key or something to get in. There was no broken locks or anything like that. So, you know, did he get himself there was the other question, you know, like now coal piles are notorious for giving off gas fumes that can overwhelm you. They've got all sorts of chemicals and that sort of thing in them. These piles actually in coal fields tend to have people whose only job is to watch for smoke because they can combust. Obviously, they're a combustible thing. So people sit there and they watch and see whether or not the pile is smoking and then they go and wet it down, I'm assuming. So... Did he find himself in some sort of disassociated state? Maybe he had a stroke or something uh, and he went to work as it was familiar to him. He had a key to get in because he worked there. Uh, And for some reason, he climbs up the coal pile and succumbs to the clot in his brain, which then moves to his heart and causes a heart attack. Like I'm sort of thinking like medically now, like what could have maybe happened? Um, And then because he was on hot coal, he could have that could have caused the burns that were on his head and face and shoulders and everything. So is that a possibility that he actually got up there on his own? It's what do you think? Dirty. That's, that's my issue with it is how clean he was. He was clean. There was no footprints, you know, like it just seems very, very strange. And the fact that he'd been like well-fed for five days and tended to prior to being put up there too is just so strange and they did say that the burns looked like they were a couple of days old so and they had that the the ointment stuff on them the mystery ointment that no one knew what it was so someone had been tending to him purple do you know what i actually thought of that because i remember purple cream hasn't been around that long has it like i think so someone from the future came and brought oh, a ton of oil. Of yeah coconut oil maybe maybe 
You'd smell it, though, wouldn't you? Coconut oil. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What are you feeling about our Ziggy? Oh, I just like the aliens. (laughs) (laughs) The aliens is the only one that actually makes any sense. Aliens is the only thing that actually connects every single dot in a nice little package to me. Yeah. 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 Um, Like, I don't know. Does he have any enemies? Other than maybe the domestic violence guy? which, again, doesn't really make sense. And why would you kill him and present him in such a way? Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of the, you know, that's symbolic of something. That means something. Like when you look at what, like the Black Dahlia murder where she's presented, Yeah, you know, like. Yeah, it's a message. That is, a, a, you know, that you're showing someone something and it's symbolic. It has meaning for whatever weird reason yeah I feel like in this case if someone took a deep dive into it and started to talk to people that knew him stuff might come out yeah because like I mean let's look for example the message that you know being left on top of a pile of coal maybe that means that you know you're just a pile of nothing you're on top of the pile maybe it's something linked to where he worked it was linked to the coal mine you know was he having an affair with someone's wife that worked there or something like that, you know, like did he disappear for five days to go and stay with his mistress and that's why he was well looked after and well fed and all of that. Maybe he had a heart attack in the middle of sex and that's why he was dressed weirdly because like she had not had experience dressing another person, but that doesn't explain putting him on top of the coal pile. You know, so every time you think, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That could have maybe have happened. Who doesn't have experience in dressing? Like, if you can dress yourself, you can dress another person. But if you're in a hurry, you know, like you're in a hurry, you just can't think straight. <laughs> it has to have been a cherry picker. If it wasn't aliens, it's got to have been some sort of crane or equipment. Why, and why go through that trouble? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're getting risk. Like, it's risky getting caught. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's so risky in the middle of the day. Like, why put him there in the middle of the day? Why not wait till the middle of the night? So weird. So yeah. weird. The thing, one thing that interested me in this case was the fact that the UFO investigators believed that it was a family member. I mean, for, you know, UFO investigators, they're there to find evidence of aliens, right? They'll do anything to find evidence of yeah, aliens. Yeah, because I'm really going to trust what a UFO investigator says. <laughs> oh, we think it's someone who knows in the family. Well, but also, how pissed would you be? Like, some guy comes in and, like, these two guys come in and spend time with your family and, like, get to know you and ask you questions <laughs> and then try to pin it on you anyway. Yeah, well, but the thing is you've got to ask is what did they see that led them to that? Obviously, there's something else going on in, in their world that they saw that they haven't told people about, you know? Yeah. I further looked into this because I was like, this is really weird for these guys to come out and say it was family. So I I wanted to look further into it. Mm. Turns out that the day after he disappeared uh, was actually going to be the wedding day of Ziggy's goddaughter. Now, he was excited about the wedding, but he'd been feuding with someone close to the wedding. uh, And I've got a feeling and I'm thinking it could have been the woman staying with them. So maybe she was his goddaughter's mother. Because we know that he wasn't happy with this woman that was staying with them. And we know that he was feuding with someone attached to his goddaughter's wedding. So maybe it was all intertwined that way. So apparently, you know, although he was looking forward to his goddaughter getting married, he wasn't looking forward to the actual wedding day due to whatever issues were going down at the time. 
So maybe he was kidnapped to keep him away from the wedding as, you know, he had things to say and people were worried that he was going to ruin the day by saying his things. So maybe they just sort of put him in a room somewhere and was like, no, you're not going to the wedding. We're keeping you away from it. Maybe an injury occurred when he tried to escape and things just went too far and, you know, the, the stress of the situation just led to his death maybe. But was he tortured in this time? Like that doesn't make sense with the whole burns and everything like that. Or did he accidentally get burned while he was trying to escape or something like that? So you've got to really do a bit of a mental gymnastics to make that theory work, I think. Um, and also his burns were treated. So if they were torturing him by burning him, they were also treating his burns, which would be odd, I think. Mm. Also, he, he was showered. He was washed. He was shaved. He had a haircut. You know, what was the salve, the, the ointment that was on, to, on him? And, of course, how did he get on top of a coal pile and stay clean with nobody noticing? So every time you think that you've got a grip on a valid theory in this case, you go, yeah. what about this other thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, where could he have been for five days where he was getting taken care of really well? I, on an alien spaceship. So, look, I'm going to go ahead and say that, I'm 50% going aliens, right? And I just yeah. feel like that needs no explanation because if it was aliens, then that explains everything really, really nicely. So yeah. let's look at the other possibility, my other 50% that a person actually did this. Where could he have been for five days getting looked after, getting tended to, getting shaved, all of that stuff, getting fed well? I feel like there could possibly be like a mistress or something here. I just say, oh, I don't know though, like I feel like a mistress would have come out eventually someone would have known something but if he did die during sex or something you know maybe the look of sheer terror on his face was not the look of sheer terror at all no if your orgasm face is the look of terror there's something (laughs) wrong with you well he did have burns on him so maybe they were into some kinky shit we don't know oh another kink can we stop with the kink episodes (laughs) I know you love them. Uh, weird. Yeah. So I don't know. It just feels weird. Like if he was held by captors, you'd expect that he would be in quite a bad state by the time that he was found. Captors don't usually lovingly care for you for five days. Unless they're just trying to fuck with your head. But then he died of a heart attack. So he, he looked like he was scared to death. So what did he see? What did he experience yeah. to make him die of a heart attack? Maybe like part of like, maybe like there was some sort of like mafia. Oh, we're going mafia now, are we? Yeah. Yorkshire. Completely different. Yorkshire. I've got quite a stronghold in the in the Yorkshire Dales. (laughs) Yeah. He's Polish, right? He was Polish, yes. Maybe something to do with the Polish. Maybe there's a very large Polish community in Yorkshire. There could be. Who knows? Look, I'm calling aliens. I think I'm just gonna have to call aliens for this case, only for the fact that nothing else really goes together well enough. Like I said, placement, being so clean, being dressed <laughs> by someone, by someone or something that doesn't know how to dress people, not dress someone else, dress people in general. Yes, because they don't wear clothes. That well, apparently that, I'm an alien expert. All yeah, of apparently you are. <laughs> well, if you're talking like traditional aliens, like you know, ET yeah. and stuff. They don't wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense for them not to be able to dress someone. This is true. Appearing there in the middle of the day. Yeah. Alien activity the night before. 
an alien activity known to be in that area. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't picture aliens wanting to, like, kind of hang out at your, in Yorkshire. You know what? I just don't think of aliens going to, like, the UK in general. Well, apparently it was a UFO hotspot, you know. So, yeah. yeah. I did not pick that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the aliens are fascinated by their weird accents and, you know, they just like to study them. <laughs> but you know what actually connected in my brain while I was researching this one? There is a classic case because what got me was the whole couple the night before hearing the sound like a water whooshing. Yeah. That made me think of another case where, uh, and I think that like um, CSI did this in one of their episodes, but it was an actual real case where a guy was found in a tree in the middle of the desert in scuba gear. Yeah. Found him hanging in a tree and it turned out that he'd been picked up by a water bomber. Mm. and had been used to put out a fire and he was inside mm. the water tank. Mm. So I was thinking maybe something like that. I mean, I don't know whether they used those or had them then or, and obviously there was no fire or anything, but maybe the whooshing water sound was something along those lines and he found himself clean because he was in the water and found himself on top of the pile because that's just where he landed. And it's just that the guy in the morning just wasn't looking very carefully at the coal pile and he was there all along. You know, or maybe he skipped work that morning or something. Could it be something like that? Because the people that heard the whooshing water sound did go outside and see, like, the flashing lights. Could have been an aeroplane flying away from them as well. Mm. It'd be interesting to look into whether or not they had those sorts of planes or helicopters back in the 80s in Yorkshire. Mm. and it was like some sort of training ex- exercise or something obviously there was no fire but maybe there was a training or maybe there was a fire at the at the coal field maybe one of the little fi- coal piles combusted got into a combustion mode and there was surely a- they would have put two and two together by now you think so but i mean that is just where my mind went when, when i heard about i sound like water rushing and then found out that he was on top of something really weird it just sort of connected with the scuba diver in my mind but I feel like you'd also noticed, like, that water had run down a coal hill. Well, if it evaporated. I mean, if it's on coal, coal gets warm, right? Like, maybe it could have evaporated that morning. I don't know how coal works. Me neither. It's true. We're just not educated on coal enough, obviously. No. Yeah. But that doesn't answer the question of where he was for five days, right? Like, yeah, no. was he with a mistress for five days and then he went to have a swim and got picked up <laughs> by the water tank? I like, what are the odds? It gets more and more out there when you try and connect the dots. So, yeah, aliens. Look, I'm calling it. It's aliens. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Nothing else works. I wish someone would do a deep dive on this case because I reckon if you started talking to people that he knew, you'd find a lot more information that we just don't have. So Yeah. Yeah. But I want everyone to let us know what you think because this is another weird one. We've had a couple of weird ones lately, really weird, weird ones comparatively. Um, and, yeah, what do you think? Was it aliens? What do you think yeah, about we had it? Have we had aliens before? I don't think we've done alien, an alien case no. yet. No. No. Yeah. So who knows? Oh, did we talk about aliens in the, the M cave? Oh, M cave. Yeah, we've done Kenny Beach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forget where we're at. Um yeah, because that was Area 51. It was, yes. We yep. did dabble in aliens there. We dabbled. We stuck our toe in the alien water pile. Yeah. In yeah. The, in the pool of alien. 
Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe we're going for a dip in the, in the pool and hopefully not ending up on top of coal piles. So let us know what you think on Instagram, Facebook, check out our website and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.